0: Hi, everybody, this is Corey with the Phoenix MMA uh, podcast. It's June 8th on a sunny Friday, beautiful Friday. So, um, got a huge uh, venti iced Americano. Just knock that out, suck that down. So, good time for a new podcast um, this one a little bit more nervous for because uh, it'll be my personal theory on something it's gonna be uh, called level theory okay um, it's not uniquely mine um, there's other people I'm sure that have come to these conclusions from doing sports or, or a lot of different um, achieving certain uh, level of skill and something so anyway it's not uniquely mine but at the same time uh, it's a funny little one if you if you have a Good, like philosophy uh, theory when you listen to this, or um, some quantum like physics thing that breaks this down um, that would tear it apart, or some limiting things. Please uh, tell me about those, let me know because um, I'm always curious to uh, see new things. But this is just my thoughts on a couple of different things, a couple of different hobbies, and things uh, from a couple of different professions I've had that I try to instill into my uh, students at, at my gym, whether it's their MMA or Brazilian jiu-jitsu or their Muay Thai kickboxing or wrestling, or even the children um it's an underlying tone that i try to bring uh with martial arts i think it's one of the or with all those martial arts i think it's one of the best values of it um that you learn as you get better and better. When you get to a high school level, um, you'll look and you'll say, oh, okay, this is a cool little thing. So just giving you a heads up on this. Um, so hopefully you find it uh, enjoyable. So a uh, level theory, level theory states that all states of human consciousness can be made, uh, made more fi- uh, efficient if acted upon. So super scientific sounding. Um, just a little thing like if you work on stuff, it'll basically make it better. Um, I used to always be uh, very frustrated from a young age when I would hear people say, um, "You're born with it or you're not born with it." Mental toughness—you can't teach that, or this thing you can't—that can't be taught. This can't be taught. And I always thought it was a really weird thing. I was like, I don't—I didn't—couldn't explain why, but I was always thought for some reason this is. Um, doesn't quite make sense to me. Um, Now, I also keep up with genetics when it comes to, I'm fully aware of testosterone levels and growth plate levels and height and bone density and bone mass and muscle mass, all these different things. There are um, some real, um, uh, real things that that are genetic and they can only be acted upon to a certain degree that's um i'm not crazy thinking that if you're five foot tall you can bully yourself into being seven foot tall but there are some clear um uh, scientific things that are, that have shown that if you work on them, uh, you will get better. And then some that are not scientific or just, I guess, anecdotal, or you, you'll notice it, um, with martial artists, it's a common thing to see. So, um, so yeah, basically saying that you can, you can work on a lot of things that people might think are innate, um, innate properties. Maybe that people think that they're genetic or, uh, God given, you know, they're from some power that's vested towards you, um, And I'm not ruling out uh, some types of gifts or anything like that. I'm not saying it's complete. No, I'm just going to offer another theory on something. Um, It's something I notice uh, when people through martial arts training notice Um, and pro MMA fighter training as well. And uh I was a police officer as well and and, and worked in a jail, so I got to see a lot of different things uh grew up in um not a really good neighborhood, and then moved out of uh not a it was a bad neighborhood moved out of that out way out to the country so I got to see distinctly different types of people um so just an interesting little thing um these with these being said like uh, the first one is mental toughness. I used to always get frustrated when I hear um you can't teach to be tough um Ah, that's, they, I would maybe say when people say you can't teach mental toughness, they might, they might be referring to um, if they see an individual, a young individual or whatever it will, is, and maybe they have really high levels of testosterone and they're young and their, their prefrontal cortex hasn't fully formed, um, so the rational thoughts and things are not fully aligned. Um, so that, then you will find a really assertive, really aggressive, oftentimes very athletic um, individual. But you can you can look at the the actual date on that. You know, uh, it depends on your H G H levels, your testosterone levels, and then your age. Um, you put those things together and it's kinda like you have a sports car that doesn't have a good driver yet. So, you know, you, you so that one you can kinda look at it. Um and people will say that if someone at that age is not um that super assertive, super tough thing that that it can't be cultivated, um, that that's one that's not um I don't think that one holds holds its its water or whatever the term would be. I don't think that one holds it. Um, the reason why is I've. I've seen countless individuals that um, when they first start training in Brazilian jiu-jitsu or boxing or muay thai kickboxing or mma or wrestling oftentimes they actually when they after they've trained for a while um if you're friends with different people you'll you'll see some of the you know toughest people um and people from the toughest walks of life all different types you know special forces um Navy, navy seals But all the way to somebody that you would just think you would be nervous to walk by them in an alley or something like that, because you think, oh no, they're they're they look like a menacing force. Maybe they have like face tattoos or sleeve tattoos, Um, you know. Maybe just the demeanor on their face. Um, All of these individuals, from from my experience in training Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, all walks of life. No matter how big somebody is, no matter how tough they look, um, or not tough they look by whatever standards you're measuring by. I've had individuals on all levels express um, nervousness and anxiety um, when it comes to physical combat and, uh, and fighting, so all walks of life. It's, it's, a, it's a universal thing. I think human beings are, um, even, even the people that you perceive that are the toughest people, um, whatever, that could be a college wrestler, that could be um, a college football player, it's still, there is a, there's a certain level. Now, sometimes the young, the young ego will protect itself and just um, kind of just be ignorant and, and just be so ignorant that, that I'm not afraid, I'm not afraid. Those individuals, most of the time, still after, after the event or leading up to the event, will at some point admit um, to feeling that fear. Um, so you, you, I'm not going to deny that you could just be ignorant of, um of the consequences so that that's so that way you can be just Kind of quote naturally drop tough, um, but mental toughness is one that you could I believe you can definitely cultivate um, because a lot of those individuals uh, they they will sometimes so we 'll just say the tough character just tough character whatever you whatever you perceive as tough um, we could say you know anybody that's over six foot five over two hundred and thirty pounds two hundred and fifty pounds um, you know it, it all depends on how they stand how they walk the eye contact they make, how large is their their body presence. Um, you know, do they smile when they walk around or do they have a scowl on their face? There's you know, there's different indicators that that might make someone perceive someone to be intimidating. Uh, I mean, a lot of people just get intimidated if if someone is larger than them, um, taller and they have significant weight on them, and that's understandable. Uh, if you have no skill or no technique, um, you really you. There's a good chance that you have no chance if that person was to attack you. You Maybe that's a natural thing. You you know deep down that if they were to attack you, there's nothing you could do. So as a protection mechanism, you kind of get nervous. You kind of avoid them, kind of get skittish. But yeah. Um, even, even the people that you perceive the toughest, that, that anybody, just imagine them, uh, when they first start training, those individuals still have a significant amount of fear and anxiety. Um, but what I've noticed is that the, through training, they then build up. They build up to that persona. Um, and, and that's one of the best things about martial arts training is probably the mental toughness side. Uh, a lot of people, when they start training, um, you know, some people can dress, dress the look. Um, they, they dress the look. They dress a certain way. Maybe they lift a lot of weights, so they're really, really muscular, but still, the mental toughness can possibly not be there, um, and, and people will look, and the, you know, they'll say they're really, really muscular, everything, but they'll still be riddled with insecurities, um, But or say you're just a normal person, you're just a normal person, and... You still, when you start training, uh, mental toughness is one of the things that you're looking for, even if you don't write it down on the waiver form, because it, you know those those Marvel movies, whether you like them or not. They're very, very popular. Uh, hero stories are always popular. The comic books are always popular, um, and it's fun to kind of see the hero's journey. It's like one of the oldest stories. Um, and when you start doing martial arts, you are essentially partaking in like the hero's journey. Or if you know, if you are like a comic book nerd or something like that, like Marvel. Like I, I'm, I'm a definitely a nerd. I like all the, the you know anything with vampires, werewolves, or um, comic book characters. I'm gonna watch it. So if Whenever you start training, you kind of, you know, you might be somebody who looks up to uh, Thor or Black Panther or Wolverine or Wonder Woman or Jean Grey or Xavier um, or, you know, some people even look at the Hulk, you know, Um, uh, so... It, what are, any of those things that you do when you start training martial arts, um, you start cultivating that, then that's one of the reasons why people are, are feel like a strength and they feel happiness when they start training. As you start taking steps further to whatever your ideal goal is, if your ideal goal is to look like Captain America and like act like Captain America, every time that you train, you do Brazilian Jiu Jitsu or kickbox or you wrestle or you box, you're one step closer to that ideal. If that's your your thing, some people don't like comic books or they think they're stupid. So maybe you have like an actor, you have a military um, a military person, MMA fighter, martial artist. You have you have some you have or you just have a picture of yourself, what you'd want to be. You have it kind of drawn out in your mind. Um, a lot of people have what they want. They, they have that, that side that they want, and, um, and every day that you train, um, you're going to take one step closer to that. Um, and, and not only from a physical side, but a mental side, you, will, you are going to become more tough the more and more that you train. People oftentimes, when they get beat, it's, it's very hard at the beginning because you'll get beat, and it's very humbling, and it knocks your ego. It just obliterates it, um, but you want to stick it out. Uh, because every time that you're doing that, that's how you build real mental toughness. Every time that you get knocked down, you get hammered out like a, a sword or a weapon that's being forged, it's in heat, it's it's um, it's it hit with a hammer and it's it's smashed out, and then another layer is added to it, another layer is added to it, another layer is added to it. That's what you're doing when you're um, for mental toughness, for your mind, for your spirit. That's what you're doing every time that you train. Every time that you wake up and you feel like maybe you don't want to train, or your knees a little hurt, or your shoulders a little hurt. Um, um, or you're just fatigued, or you know that that next matchup that opponent that you 're going with is going to be a really hard matchup it 's no walk in the park, and you might just get choked or arm barred or you know you might get kicked in the head every time that you experience that're um, you're, you 're going on my, my quote level theory you're you 're gaining levels you 're gaining experience until after you do it long enough um, you don't you don 't have to have like a facade there 's a lot of people that carry around a physical facade um, just because they don't want someone to test them, um, but when you actually get up to that point, you can kind of relax, and it makes you actually a more relaxed, happy person um, because you don't have to put up a facade. If something's necessary, if something happens, you're prepared. Um, you're trained for it. You're in good condition. Your shape's good, so you kind of get like this underlying confidence, and it makes you uh, be able to relax and be be nicer to people because uh, you don't be qu- don't have to be quite so worried. Um, uh so yeah you can level up your mental toughness so please if somebody tells you that you're born tough you're not or you know you're just soft or something like that please don't take that one uh don't don't believe that one use that one as a motivation to to start a practice martial arts i think is is probably again i'm biased i'm super biased i think martial arts is the best practice for it and i'll give a big explanation for that um try to find a martial arts anything wrestling boxing brazilian jiu-jitsu muay thai kickboxing mma Find something to go go practice, and uh, so you start leveling up your mental toughness. Um, so the next one, motivation. A lot of people will complain oftentimes of being unmotivated, um, and 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 people might believe that that one is a again a genetic uh, gift. I am not going to say that that there there are undeniable different different traits with different. Um, personality types. And then it also affects uh, the environment that you're in. Your epigenetics are different. Um, your hormones are different, et et cetera. So motivation, there's definitely probably a biological basis to it, but I'm just the, the point I'm making on this is that motivation, um, like motivation, like a muscle can be grown. You can, uh, get experience, you can get levels to it. Um, and a way that you can do this is that, um, with motivation, you can, actively take a time in the day to actually set goals um if you actually write down your goals it seems so simple it sounds so corny everybody says it if you actually will write down your goals you there's something that happens in your brain and you start focusing on it way more you start getting a good positive feedback loop like more dopamine and then it gets uh it gets this cascading effect or um um, a, a momentum gets a snowball effect to it. Momentum, um, gets compound interest added to it. So then your, your motivation builds and builds and builds. Um, you know, if you're at a, if you're, let's say you were, um, Going if you uh, just you have cancer or you 're going through a clinical depression or you have recently had a heart attack or a stroke, um, any catastrophic thing you know a spouse dies, a loved one dies, a child dies, um, a brother a sibling dies all of these things are catastrophic things that are going to knock you down. Um, but um you're going to be you're, you're going to be at a low level your baseline could be 0 you could possibly be at -1 -2 -3 all of these really really big things in life um, affect motivation uh it's one of the biggest things they affect they affect your whole uh health but um with motivation it's it's a compound interest thing the the more that you write your goals down and when you are at Maybe a negative two on motivation scale like you're not at baseline. You're not at zero. You're not just uh, I kind of feel bored You are like I don't feel like doing anything. You have to write very very small goals The very small goals could be brushing your teeth or taking a shower or if you don't have a job um, Writing a job allocation online um, And you just have to make small small very very ste- uh, small steps um, uh, philosophy I like is is called kaizen, um, and it's it's all about small incremental uh, steps to um, progress. So motivations like that too. Though if you if you you know your goal is that you set a date for a Brazilian Jiu tournament, you are going to focus so much more than you normally would. Your training is going to be more rich. Your training is probably going to be more enjoyable. Your body's going to be sore. You're going to feel worn out, um, but you're going to have a excited sense because you're you're planned on something. You're working on a project, and when you go compete. You are gonna be nervous. It's gonna be It's gonna be. You are gonna get in this intense zone. That's that's very very fun. It's very nervous, but it's very very fun. It's very satisfying when the tournament's over. Um, And after you're done, because you're sore, because you focus so much, you're gonna you're gonna make yourself that much better. If you win that local tournament. Then your your sites are going to go to a regional tournament. Then your sites are going to go to a national tournament. Then a world tournament. Then then you're going to find other modifiers to make it more difficult. You're leveling up. Uh, you're leveling up your motivation. Um, you can't. You know. You won't be able to have the motivation to um, fight for a UFC title. It, you might think that you do, but you don't, don't have the motivation to put in that type of training. You have to build up to it. It's compound interest. Um, next one, muscle mass, everybody knows muscle mass really easy. Um, and this is a good one, like where we could possibly relate it to mental toughness or motivation. So we could say maybe there are limiting factors because, uh, there are limiting factors to muscle mass. You can, People oftentimes argue, um, what What's the point of lifting a lot of weight? You know, you only you have a genetic potential. Um, these things, you know, maybe thinking it's fruitless. Um, you definitely have genetic potential. When it comes to muscle mass, and that could be the same for motivation or mental toughness, but I think it's more productive, and I think you'll be happier if instead of just saying, "Hey, there's a there's I have a potential, why try?" as opposed to say, "Okay, my potential is this. I'm gonna see how close to my 100% potential I can get," um, and you'll and you because you will make yourself a better person. Um, by doing it, so you, you might as well, um, might as well do that. So leveling up muscle is pretty easy. Um, just the common thing people say is you only have so much muscle you can gain uh, without, you know, without steroids or drugs. And even with them, there's still there's still probably uh, some limit. Um, your psychology, so we could say psychology related to mental toughness. Um, but you could psychology could be more broad than that. It could be um, dealing with relationships, learning how to deal with uh, coworkers, learning how to talk to strangers, learning how to speak at a party in a bar, um, in a foreign country where you, you know you don't know anybody, a foreign uh, a city that you've never been to and you don't know anybody. All this like psychology. Um, uh, and for yourself as well if you have an issue with procrastination you know you, you work on you, you work on your psychology your procrastination will will improve um uh, there's a lot of different things like that. Uh, biology as well. Um, again, the, the, I'd say my level of theory. So goes to biology. Um, you can change like it, it, that's based off. Mo- it's a lot of different things. Epigenetics is one of the easiest one. One of the easy ones. Your environment and, and the actions that you take and things you do um, will turn on certain gene- ser- some genes, and turn off other genes. Um, dep- depending on the environment and how how you're acting, things you're doing. Um, uh, epigenetics is, is really really interesting um your your stomach as well like if you affect if you change your diet um, you increase your um you increase your uh, probiotic um, probiotic intake; it'll change your your micro gut biome. Uh, I believe again, I haven't done this research. I've just listened to different scientists and different podcasts where they they talk about how um, it can it affects everything from your serotonin production and dopamine and your hormone levels and the amount of sleep you can get and your overall wellness. Um, so it really can affect your mood and your your biology by just changing your your diet and what's in your stomach. Um, uh, so that's, that's another one that's, you have to focus on it though. It's, it's, you have to level it up these things. Well, I'll go to that next. They, these things depreciate if you don't focus on them or you don't work on them. And if you don't, you, if you're not aware of that, you can level up all these parts of you as a person. Or you have the limiting belief thinking that you can't do those things, then you never ever uh, spend any time uh, on actually doing it. Um, instead, you just distract yourself with whatever distraction you you want. Um, and and there's there's um, there's loads of distractions. So we lo- we love our distractions. So um, uh, happiness as well. Happiness. Um, so believe it or not, you can you can get better at being happy. You can level up learning how to be happy, and. How you, how I think you level it up, or one way that you level it up is you, you learn who you are as a person. You learn the things about your personality, your temperament. You learn um, things that that make you happy. You do as many good things for yourself as possible, and you do good things for other people as well, and your community, and your family, and your work. Um, you know, people that you're around um, that that will make you happier. Um, Working on yourself as a person also makes you happier, um, but also trial and error figuring out. Like if you, if you work too much, does that make you unhappy? If you don't work enough, does that make you unhappy? If you, um, some people, you know, some people get seasonal affective disorder, the sad kind of depression in the winter where they're unmotivated. Some people get in the summertime. Uh, you got to figure out, you know, all these different things, um, and you will actually you, you'll start. <coughs> You'll learn how to be happy. You can also learn how to be really, really sad. There's the reverse of all these things. Uh, I just didn't bring up the reverse. Didn't want to focus on the negativity um, and, and these things as well. They they depreciate um, like a skill or or a muscle. They depreciate over time. You have to give them. Uh, you, you have to give them some attention, some nourishment. Um, whether you know whether that's uh, martial arts gym and reading good books and listening to good speakers and going to church and eating a good diet and uh, meditating and um, what, whatever whatever your things are I, I think being a human being is very difficult to do um, and it's but, it, but at the same time it 's a really fulfilling and it 's a fun project and the um and because also you're affecting other people as well, you have children you have brothers, you have sisters you have um spouses um and then yourself as well so it's it's a really fun project it's it's it, and and if you and if you look at um if you have the level theory thing the nice thing about it as well is it'll make it harder uh for you to be bored so you'll if you, you know, you'll find different things you're interested in. Um, in it, especially if you start working on yourself, you'll be interested in it yourself because it will make you feel better, it'll um, make you do better in your life and your relationships, etc. Um, yeah, so th- this, um, like. With these different things, it's lessons from martial arts. Um, when you're when you're a white belt and you go to a white belt tournament, you're not. You want to go up levels. You want to work on the zones that that you're in. It's also a combination of video games. You know, if you play an MMO or a game, a long-term game, there will be different zones oftentimes where, you know, you have to be level one to twenty to be able to be in this zone, and then the next suggested place is level uh, twenty to forty. And lots of games will allow you to go into those higher level zones, but if you go there and you're not ready for it, you can't survive. You're not confident enough yet. Um, and, uh, my, my theory is just saying that human beings are the same way. Um, so when you, when you're 19 or you're 16 or you're 21 or you're 25, um, you, you might want to be wanting to rush to a certain, uh, rush to a certain level, um, uh, of, of stress or competence or profession. Uh, you might not be ready for it. So don't stress out too much. Um, but, and where I think about that is like, uh, brazil jiu-jitsu the belt structure white blue purple brown black Um, when i was getting my belts i was really really like i gotta get my next belt i gotta get my next belt i gotta get my next belt um uh and that's a normal thing for people to be obsessed i need that stripe i need that next belt need that need that improvement um but you you want to compete you want you want to try you want to uh, don't, don't stress it too much. Don't try to rush it. You need to be a white belt for a certain amount of time. You need to experience certain things in white belt, good and bad. You need to get smashed. You need to make mistakes, all these things. And that makes you better. So then when you're a blue belt, you've already learned for that lesson and etc. it goes to purple belt and brown belt and black belt. When you finally get your black belt, it takes so long to get a black belt in Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. You know, the, the old saying was 10 years to get it. And that, that's, um, it's funny that it, it goes with the 10,000, um, Hour rule as well Or the 10,000 hour theory um, But yeah 10 years was the, the old standard And it, it's not 10 years anymore You can get a uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu black belt In less than 10 years now for sure um, Some people have done it as early as 4 years, 3 years um, Extremely fast uh, That's that's not normal um, To do a Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu black belt in 3 years But um it's the it 's uh similar things um if you if you work on them anyway what i 'm trying to get to is just uh work on yourself as a person L- level theory I- as long as you 're acting upon something then 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 you can improve it uh it, it These have to be of course things that that you can influence as a human being and um you know we can 't we can 't we probably there 's a lot of things that we can 't influence, but I think there 's more things we can influence than we think um, uh, and that's also comes like if you think about neuroplasticity. Um, if you don't know about neuroplasticity, you could think of it uh, like, you know, maybe fifteen, twenty years ago, scientists thought that when, or it was common belief that that by adulthood, your your brain was kind of formed the way it was going to be, and there was even things on that about how the brain forms. Like at twelve years old, your dopamine levels, your dopamine. Um, Works properly, but your prefrontal cortex doesn't work properly Until you're, you know, mid-20s, like 25 So, um... So your brain's still forming. Neuroplasticity is really cool because as you do things, and so when you do Brazilian jiu-jitsu, as you do a technique, the first couple times you do it, it's very difficult. It's very hard to learn. But it's the first time that you've, um, if you visualize the brain almost as a, uh, think of like a mountain and you were snowboarding or skiing, um, it's the first time you've gone down that mountain. And the snow's not packed. It's just, it's like thick. It's hard to navigate down. It's slow. It's annoying. It feels like you're snowboarding, like it's not green. It's not going very well. Then you go back up to the top of the mountain You go down that path again, and it works a little bit better. Go back up go down again works a little bit better Eventually that snow gets nice and packed and it's a nice deep groove and you can you can fly that down that thing And it's really, really fun. Um, but that's, that's kind of a way you can think about neuroplasticity, um, and and the, the thoughts you have, the habits you have, uh, deepen that groove, um, and increase, uh, make that connection stronger, make it easy to go through that route. Um, and that's what makes people be able to do a a guillotine choke or flying arm bar, flying triangle choke, how they can do it in, in, in an instant, in a split second where you're like, how could they even think of these things so fast together? Um, you're increasing those pathways, um, but that that also goes, I believe, with the mental toughness and motivation, uh, muscle mass, psychology, all these things. Being happy, you you have to create those. You have to create those habits. Um, but the, it's not automatic, and it's it's not something that you're born with or that you don't have. Um, you you need to not have the limiting belief. You need to actually know that you can. If you act upon them, if you read good books, you study, you listen to good um, good speakers, uh, you train in martial arts, you train yourself physically. You know, you you expose yourself to heat, you expose yourself to to, to difficult things um, you you are good to your your friends your community your your relationship your spouse um, your family members you eat healthy all these different things it's gonna level you up um, as a as a person um, and you'll you'll feel happier because your subconscious you when you think about yourself you'll be happier um, when you are someone and you're living your life in a way that that makes you happy. About yourself, if you look in the mirror um, that's one of the you know best things is uh being able to have self love for yourself and self respect for yourself It's nice to have respect and love from other people as well, but you you also want to have the same thing uh yourself so um this one yeah mostly just about um living limiting beliefs on things and uh and alcohol and level theory um so the biggest thing on this one uh just work on yourself. Um if you have a, if you have an issue that you're working on, lo, uh use level theory against it. Um you have to act upon it. You're going to have to go down the steps. It's a, you're going to have to you're going to have to take some bumps and bruises, mistakes, and that's how you're going to learn from your mistakes. Every time that you you every time that you're practicing given thing, whatever it is, um you're you are going to have stress and then you're going to grow from the stress and it's going to make you a better person. Then you'll have a new stress, you will grow from that stress and become a better person whatever level you're at, whether you're a level zero, negative five, or you're at level 30 already, um, you can keep on progressing with this, um, yeah, so, um, just, just, uh, another one I say, too, when it comes to martial artists and MMA fighters, um, is that, that all problems can be solved, there's always a MMA fighter that comes about, and every, or Jiu-Jitsu uh, person that comes about, and everybody thinks that they're unbeatable, everybody's beatable, um, you just we just have to we just have to figure it out and it's a fun puzzle. Um, so all this is just figuring yourself out. Um, this podcast is uh, dedicated to Anthony Bourdain. Uh, this one, um, if you if you know Anthony Bourdain is uh, the the sh- the chef um, and uh, the the reason why this one's dedicated to him is uh, I believe he committed suicide uh, this morning or he was found. Uh, that's what it's believed. I think CNN reported that Jerogan Put things up, um, and the Jiu-Jitsu community put a lot of stuff up. Um, he he had a cool story where he started Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu at a later age than most people, and he was actually an inspiration. So he was, you know, he had great culinary skill, and he already was uh, accomplished to a certain level. Um, but, uh, he started Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu at a late age where I think maybe he started at 54 or 55, something, maybe something like that. Um, I could be off on the date, but still, uh, he started at an age that oftentimes a 50-year-old say, I'm too old, a 55-year-old say, I'm too old, and you're actually not too old. So it was cool to see him, uh, really training. He, he, he got his Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu blue belt. He frequently trained with a lot of different academies, uh, because he traveled so much, um, for, for his profession. So he would jump into a lot of different gyms, train with a lot of people, and, and I believe one of the things is, even though he had a celebrity status, he'd still train. Uh, that was one of the cool things, too, is that he trained at a lot of different places. Uh, a lot of celebrities train Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, but it's, it's you know, they don't want to be harassed. But um, I think he, I think that was part of, uh, that he was kind of a little bit more normal, cool thing. And he, and he actually even competed, I believe he won the New York Open, the New York Open Spring Open um, IBJJF tournament. So the IBJJF is really the, the gold standard for competition. Um, so, he, he won that, um, I believe as a blue belt, um, so, so, really cool, he was a cool guy, um, did, he did good stuff, he, he gave, um, he always, uh, gave respect to his Jiu too and, uh, said, said it was a great thing, so, um, uh, but yeah, he committed suicide, so that stinks, um, so, this one's dedicated to him, just because, um, if you know we could relate it into the suicide prevention or awareness type thing you could um you could apply this level theory even to that so if you had something going on uh, definitely look for uh, for a resource look for help uh, look for a hotline look for you know whatever you need to reach out talk about it don't hold it in it's not good you can make it better if um, if you work on it you know so um so yeah you could uh, you could hopefully apply this to anything if you had a fear or something like that but um but yeah uh, Anthony Bourdain um, hate to hear it but uh rest in peace and uh dedicated uh this episode dedicated um if you have any questions or like i said if you have any theories or you know there will be somebody like uh, they'll be like oh well the reductionist theory like disproves that but that that you know something whatever if you got a cool theory or a a good law or something like that send it to me or tell me in the gym it'd be cool stuff to go over and um until then have some good training and uh see you in the gym and we'll level it up we'll get it going see you bye